can't expect that everyone is as passionate about racing as we are. We can't expect that everyone is able to hear the silent call of the sea at 5am. Not everyone possesses the ability to smell the difference between rich and lean. Nor the ear to differentiate the bark of two cylinders from four. It would not be fair of us to assume that the world understands the yearning and overwhelming compulsion that we have to push through pain, angst, frustration and failure. Some people might not understand the desire to test physical limits, conquer fear or to tangle with the forces of gravity and physics. But we don't make product for them. We look to the future, but embrace our past. We study, we analyze. We race on Sunday, so we can innovate on Monday. We exercise trial and error religiously. Through our commitment to the pursuit of perfection, learn. How to make products for the people that are capable of dedicating everything to sport. Whether there is a championship involved or not. Alpine stars, one goal, one vision. started. Big MX Radio, brought to you by Fly Racing USA, is on the air. Fueled by passion, focused on motocross. W Wheels USA, Moto Ice Wrap, Viral Goggle Brand, and Maxima USA make it possible to bring you the news, the interviews, and the point of views inside the sport of motocross. The gate's about to drop on Big MX Radio. Welcome to the Fly Racing Big MX Radio Podcast Show brought to you by Justified Cultures, Traction MXC Covers, and Moto Ice Wrap. I am your host, Brad Gebhardt. With us on the line, we've got none other than the outlaw himself, goes by the name of James Marshall. James, how's it going? Dude, styling and profiling. Oh, man, love and love. 
dude, that's like okay, that is that is ridiculous because um, I live in Canada. We've never met, but styling and profiling is mine. I've been saying that for years, <laughs> dude. Styling, profiling, dude, and uh, man, I'm in a so okay. Check this out. I'm in a nursing facility, and I've got three old ladies that I pimp here. Okay, so listen to this. I'm running low on cash because, listen, depends, type of wipes, and freaking insure. The shit's not cheap, homie. I got to let some girls go. So I'm splitting out of here from May 23rd. I'm going back to uh, one of my good friend's houses. And, uh, man, I'm so excited. And I haven't been out, like, in the real world in forever. Dude, so, uh, yeah, life is getting better, but... It's, uh, the financial situation still like, eh, it's like, eh, you know, but things, yeah, things yeah. are starting to come together. Like, uh, Blake Wharton, Van Martin, and, uh, there's a local, um, old school pro, uh, also a parts unlimited representative for the South central region here in Texas. I think he does like Texas, uh, like Oklahoma, Louisiana. And, uh, but yeah, his name's Larry Hughes. We did a ride school out at this local track, uh, Freedom Index, and we had 35 entries, and we did like a buck fifty per. And it was it was good, dude. So, you know, we gave away some. No doubt. Say, uh, I'm sorry. Say that again. I said that. No doubt. I said no doubt. Yeah, it was awesome. Hey, wait, two seconds. Two seconds. Seconds. Hey, still there, Brad? Hey. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. So, man. No worries. Yeah. So, you know, everything went good. Like, with that ride school, I was pretty pumped. And I don't know, man. Uh, like, honestly, I got to say that, um, dude, why, like, people always ask me, like, dude, do you get down and depressed? Like, does life ever suck? I'm like, dude, if I get down and depressed, do you realize what that's going to do to me? Like, no, hell no. Dude, I live large and larger than life, and I don't care if I'm in a nursing facility or not, but I've been truly blessed, and, man, things are slowly coming together. And I'm getting out of this place, and I got to let my old three ladies go. I guess they're kind of bummed, but you know what, dude? Um, They don't really remember my name on a daily basis, so it's okay. Fair enough, fair enough. Um, did, did you want this to be part of the podcast, or did you want to get started in a second or two? You know what, dude? Let this be part of the podcast, because I want to make it rain on not only Canada, but all across America. And, dude, I had such a great time racing in Canada, Canada in 04, where, uh, oh, God, oh, man, I think Eric Vallejo beat me. Oh, man, I was so bummed. I was mad at myself. Uh-huh. But uh, we had a- those were good years, though. That's that's uh, right when the series was booming. Yeah, it was good. It was silent. dude. I had so much fun with Danny Yagi. Uh, I met my best friend. Oh man, he's my mechanic. And gosh, from '04 um, and then through '05 and '06, he was my he was my mechanic. And Dave Gaylor. I love that guy. Golly, that um, it was such an amazing time. So many memories. And, gosh, I could go back. That would be... That would be a dream come true. I wouldn't even know hardly what to do with myself. Like, I really had... I honestly had that much fun in Canada. I mean, I've never had that much fun racing a motorcycle a day of my life. Canadian National Series was the funnest and most relaxed series I've ever raced in my life. And if I could go back, that would be what I would race. I mean, I would... I should have gone back in 05. I should have. And I was stupid for not doing it. And, um... Oh, Donnie McGordy. Okay. Uh, He did pretty well up there. So, um... He actually... Yeah, I believe he got himself a, a championship on the East Coast, yes, no? Oh, my God, dude. i mad at myself. That dude's freaking neat. And he got a championship. And then, ah, that punk. Dude, I got, 
Uh, okay, I'm embarrassed because, uh, oh my God, we we okay we we trained down at Davy's house together, um, in Georgia, okay, and, and I, like literally like you know because Davy lived in a barn um, at that time, uh, with you know when he was staying with Colleen and uh, so anyways we uh we we trained out there and then we went to the first round at, at Indianapolis for Supercross. And Grant Langston totally cleans them out going through, like, the mechanics area. And uh, so, anyways, Donnie moved up to uh, North Houston. You know, I think he lives in the Woodland uh, or, like, Conroe area. And uh, we, we talk all the time. And I was like, dude, why did Grant clean you out like that? And he's like, I have no idea, man. He's like, but if you go back, you know, YouTube it. Oh, my God, like. I was right, Donnie, and, I mean, Donnie straight up just, like, put me at the top of the berm. Went through the whoops, Grant, you know, Grant goes by me on the right side, and uh, I was just kind of tucking in behind him. Sure enough, dude, Grant got, <laughs> Grant got him so good. I don't think his, his body hit the ground before his front tire did. And I felt so bad, but, uh, I don't think Grant had anything against him. He was just trying to block past him. Uh, but he got him really good. So, fun series. Fair enough. Well, there, there's – sorry – uh, there's some stories that uh, that you've got, probably got that uh, very few have. Um, if you could catch us up a little bit for those who don't know uh, the full story of James Marshall. Uh, or, yeah, um, that uh, like just give us a little bit of background, and uh, if you could uh, explain your injury a little bit, because uh, no no two uh, back injuries are alike. Okay, so here's how it all started. I began. I when I was maybe like six, seven years old. I saw a Honda Z50 
I'm on the treadmill jogging for like what, like an hour. Yeah, get off, get cleaned up. I don't even go in the house. I go straight to the shop, grab my practice bike, uh, you know, drain on the oil out, change the clutches, get ready to go practice. I go back in the house at noon. This kid had just woken up. He's on my couch eating a bowl of cereal, watching that video 50, 50 nuts. I don't know if you re- remember that or not. But Oh, yeah, I remember it. I'm like, dude, what time did you get up? He goes, oh, maybe like 20, 30 minutes ago. We're going to get some food. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? I'm like, come on, man. I do this ridiculous. And then sure enough, you know, I mean, he, he had what it took. You know, it was, I mean, it's a totally different uh, perspective, I think, when you're, you know, practicing, practicing versus racing. And uh, Josh had what it took. Josh was mentally, he was mentally understanding that, that he, he, you know, he was a top contender. And so that's, uh, that's what he did. But, and, uh, yeah, so myself, shoot, I did everything I could. Um, and I just, I guess I didn't put it together mentally. Like, you know, I guess like Josh did basically. And things, uh, things, you know, I wasn't a top contender. I wasn't in the top five, you know, I was in the top 20, but I mean, dude, like who knows his top 20, like, just like Eli said, uh, you know, like in the, in the press conference, he like, he's not, who's going to remember like all of his wins versus Dungeon's championship. So no, you know, not a lot of people remember that. And then, so uh, going on to the injury. Okay. 2006, San Diego Supercross, uh, Qualcomm stadium. Yeah. February 11th. Okay. So the most awkward day, probably I don't know, maybe not most awkward, okay, but definitely off, an and off day for sure. Uh, we wake up late, we, ju- we just sprint to the track. I drive, that was the last time I drove. Uh, I get to the, you know, we get to the, get to the stadium. We're the last ones to be able to park inside the pit. Uh, we park, yeah, we actually got a pretty good parking spot, and, uh, Ate McDonald's for breakfast. Someone came and brought us that. I never eat McDonald's. You know, like, see, when you're training, like, come on now. You know, like, that's not race food. And uh, I'm, like, I'm 18th fastest out of practice. That was good. We were, you know, feeling better each and every race. Guess this. I opened the door of the passenger side of my van. The the Porticans, dude, they were, like, way far away. So I was, like, I got to take a leak. (laughs) Sure enough, I'm in there, just you know, just draining the draining the bladder, and the uh, um, not Craig Decker, but um, Will Decker from Enzo Racing. He walks up, and he's like, "Hey," and I'm like, "Oh my god, dude, like this is not good." Hey, we send the AC down, mate. You know, my thanks, sir. Um, so we uh. He look, you know, get around, and I'm like, "Hey, what's up? What's going on?" He's like, remember that motor that you wanted from that Japanese guy? And I was like, yes. I was like, I do remember that motor. He was like, well, he's like, there's a spot open. He was like, you're gonna be, you're gonna be next to the factory rig next weekend. He was like, so, he was like, go home after the weekend. He's like, I need you to call this phone number. He was like, so don't worry about, you know, he's like, bring your bike or whatever if you want to. He's like, I would rather you fly to the race. And I was like, okay, cool. He's like, I'm like, so I got, I got my ride or, or what's up? I'm like, what's the deal? Like, did I get this gig? And he's like, yes. He's like, next weekend we'll be on a factory bike. And I was like, dude, no way. He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm serious. And I was like, ah, I was like, dude. And so, you know, me and Dave, uh, Gaylor, you know, because that was, I literally met him in the airport when we were swapping, uh, swapping planes, going back, you know, going up to Canada for the Canadian Nationals. And, you know, like I said, one, you know, he's ultimately one of my best friends. Um, and so, sure enough, that day was like my bike kept going in and out of neutral. Finally, long story short, um, the first heat race, I got a, I was last gate pick. Um, you know, I just had some uh, day qualifying issues, pulled my shoulder out. Uh, so, anyways, get on the gate, Dave tells me, all the factory guys were in the first heat. Make it out of this heat. Let's do it. Um, I get a decent start. Kind of everyone, you know, kind of bottles up on the outside. 
I get around, uh, I just kind of like motor through them. And, uh, me and Michael Byrne, we were about like six, seven. And we bumped elbows going up the first triple. Um, there's a little like, not like a 90 after that, but there was a little triple section, a double single outside. Um, we, uh, first rhythm section. I was praying to God that he was going to triple onto that, uh, step down because I didn't want to land on him. And uh, so I jumped to the side a little bit. Luckily, he did it. We, he, he passed Kyle Lewis on the outside, and uh, I wasn't close enough, but and he got around Lewis, and then Lewis was right in front of me, made a right, going through the double wolf section, going up a little dragon's back up on top of the plateau. And then uh, I was in fifth, so I was one spot out of qualifying. And sure enough, just like, just, too much pressure on the transmission. Ba, 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 ba. I am. So, uh, neck, hyperextension, uh, then it went into flexion. Ernesto Fonseca was wearing the helmet cam that night, uh, for ESPN because, uh, you know, we didn't have GoPros in, you know, so one rider wore it. But right. sure enough, you know, how's it, you know, like the luck of the draw, you know, he, he was right behind me wearing the helmet cam. And sure enough, he does, he lands on me and, uh, I don't know. It wasn't definitely wasn't his fault. Um, I broke cervical two, five, and six. So um, I broke my neck. I'm unable to use my today. I'm unable to use my hands like fine motor function. You know, like I I can't like reach over to the bed and like grab my phone. I can't like um, I can't like you know pull my hands down. Like I, I have to have like assistance getting dressed and things like that. So it's different. Um, the lifestyle change was tough, definitely at first, especially after, because I, you know, I just figured, heck, my body's in some kind of shock. Um, they all knew that I broke my neck. I had no idea. Dr. Bodner told me that I'd be fine. Um, I didn't understand what was going on until I got in the Sharp. I was at Sharp Memorial Hospital. They rushed me there. They said the ambulance was just ripping, like, hauling ass in there, right? We, uh, we get there, I go into the CT scan, I put my arms above my head, and um, felt like my arms were straight out in front of me like a mummy, and that's when I knew. I was like, oh my God. I was like, I just destroyed my life. And honestly, Brad, like, I did not know anything up to that point how bad it was going to be until... I really, I felt like a mummy with my arms out in front of me when they were really laying above my head. And it hit me. Um, but now, oh, man. Ah, sorry about that. Because my tongue talked too much. So today, living in a wheelchair, dude, not a big deal. It's a little bit of a lifestyle change, yes, but... Does it suck? No. You just make adjustments accordingly, and then you have a choice to either be happy, be grumpy, um, be upset about your injury, or go on and live your life and be happy about it and be uh, be thoroughly thrilled that, oh, man, thankfully, I'm still alive, number one. Number two, I can do amazing things by, oh, man, I can inspire other people so simply by the attitudes that I perceive and give out each and every day. I think, and like I say all the time, like through my heart, soul, and my spirit, with my discipline, dedication, and determination, to not only reach my goals, but show others that life does go on, you have a choice to make. Um... For me, I'm not going to get all spiritual on this because no one likes all that crap, but I love I love who I am. Thank, I thank God each and every day for putting me in the position that I'm in. Um, I've gotten closer to the Lord, thank God. Learning a lot more about life in general, and honestly, I'm an extremely happy individual to be where I'm at, have done the things that I did, met all the beautiful people that I've been able to meet, all the wonderful experiences I've had, and man, 
They never stop. They never stop. So, dude, does life suck? No, it's absolutely grand. And I do live larger than life. I love life. I don't, dude, I do not care that I can't use my hands, like, fully. I have an amazing girlfriend. Um, come on, dude. What else, you know? Like, life is grand. Absolutely. It seems like um, it's like you've... Uh, you're making the best of things, and it, it's uh, it's it, that's really all you can do as far as uh, the situation at hand. It's it's not not about to change uh, anytime soon. So to be negative about it would just be uh, um, just just be counterproductive. Um, like, is is there so, anything that you personally struggle with day to day more than anything else, or is is uh, are you pretty um, like you just, you just roll with it now? Pardon the pun. Let's just say that I don't go on morning jogs or bicycle rides anymore. <laughs> I, no, that's true. But I definitely do joke about it. I think uh, it's, uh, it's funny. People will say, you know, hey, uh, I'll be right back. And I'm like, okay, I'll wait here. Um, I'm not going to get up and go anywhere. You know, like, people, it's funny. Uh, people will say, I'll be right back. Uh, okay, uh, I'm waiting here. Like, I can't get up. You feel fall. Um, man, the things that I struggle with on a day-to-day basis would be, man, really just spasms, you know, because if you think, okay, so the neurological system from the brain, the spinal cord, and then that extends, you know, all the way down to being able to use your hands, being able to use your arms, uh, fine motor function in your hands, uh, you know, being able to use, you know, use your bladder correctly. I mean, those are just signals that go back up to your brain. So, okay, yourself, for instance, you stub your toe and, you know, you got something in your, in your, in your shoe. You're like, whoa, like something in my shoe, that, that kind of thing. Well, it sends a signal back up through your spinal cord into your brain and you're like, oh man, my, I got something in my shoe, you know, what is, well, for me, I get something in my, you know, in my, uh, my foot or my shoe, for instance, I start, you know, I get spasms, uh, which spasms, I'll get on, you know, like, uh, uh, like through my legs and I get what's called autonomic dysreflexia. So when I get that autonomic dysreflexia, it's called, and then it, it gives you like a high, either high blood pressure, tingling down like up your arms, um, Squatchy on your chest, uh, and that, those are the signals for me. And then you're like, okay, you check for three things. One, like uh, either in, like an ingrown toenail, that's number one. Two, uh, uh, urinary tract infection, and uh, three, a red spot on your bottom, anywhere else um, on your, you know, on your body. Uh, like for me, for instance. On October fourth, uh, October seventeenth of last year, I had I had everything scheduled to have a backlogin pump reimplant, you know, re- replaced back inside my body. What that does is it gives backlogin is a anti-spasm like spasm medicine, just for it's been you know built made for quadriplegic, um, so. What it does, it's like a, it's about the size of like a snuff can, like a, you know, a can of dip. And, uh, it's about like two cans, uh, I would say wide. It goes right, like right next to your belly button on each side and they put an implant it in your body. What, from there, it has a catheter that goes up your spinal canal. So it puts out micrograms of baclofen into your spinal canal and it just pumps slowly throughout each and every day. That, for me, is fantastic. I had one put in in the beginning of 2014. When I um, when I had it in, it was probably the best thing ever. Um, as time went on, I was like, you know, blah, blah, blah. I was like, man, I love it. I was like, man, I, you know, I don't have any spasms or blah, blah, blah. Well, I was kind of like around just some different influences, and we uh, we decided to take it out. 
and I, <laughs> I took this sucker out, dude. Okay, worst decision I probably ever made. That thing. Oh my god! I called the doctor. <laughs> called the doctor like two days later, and I was like, I immediately regret my decision. I was like, put it back in. <laughs> He's like, oh no. He was like, you make your decision, you live with it. You know, and I was like, oh my God, I was like, it's horrible. I was like, I'm spazzing all over the place. I was like, this sucks. I mean, I really, honestly, I couldn't sit in my chair. Uh, my legs were just bouncing all over the place. And he's like, he's like, okay, take oral baclofen. And I've been taking it for a while. It was like, uh, I took it out in 20, the end of 2015. So, uh, you know, kind of like the end of summer 2015. And I hate it, dude. So, um, I go back, not tomorrow, but the next day at 11.30 a.m., uh, and we're going to set a schedule set a schedule to have it put back in. The reason that I didn't get it um, October 17th of last year, I laid uh, I laid in my bed. My air mattress got a flat in it, uh, went down to the frame, and I couldn't feel my bottom. I wasn't getting any autonomic dysreflexia, you know, where the signs of, like, you know, goosebumps on your arms, uh, high blood pressure, you know, like I was explaining earlier. So I, right. I didn't get any of those signs. However, I did get an extremely big sore on my sacral area. And I went ahead and went into the same hospital on the same date that, you know, he told me to go in on and, you know, to have it put in. I knew that they wouldn't put it in, but I wanted to be there so he could manage my pain and what was going on. So we did an operation. They cleaned it up and uh, just... I mean, if I showed you the photos, uh, dude, it, it was horrible. And then after that, it really just got worse. Like, it was, uh, uh, I was at just the bottom of the hill, and the snow let go, and the avalanche just poured on down. From there, I just turned from side to side. I got big gaping holes on each of my hips, and then one on my ischium. So your ischium, you know, like, kind of like right where you're, like, the bottom of your butt cheek. Meet your uh, meet your hamstring. I have uh, I have a sore. Yeah. So I have four. I well total I had four sores altogether. My right hip, which is the worst, left hip, uh, the sacral area, you know, right above your butt crack, and uh, right below, you know, the issue up right below the uh, butt cheek, where it meets the hamstring. And uh, so yeah, all in all, that's uh, that's what happened. That's what the gig was, and now. I'm just uh, recovering from that, like I said. And then I think that these three old ladies here at the nursing home, they're beautiful. And uh, I think they're going to be sad when I got to go. But, but, hey, man, got to go, got to go. So woo, I'm moving in with, uh, man, some great people. Um, I, I used to ride with them back in the day. And uh name was Tim Fox and, his, and him and his wife. Tim and Kathy Fox have got two children, uh, Dash and JoJo and... I cannot tell you how happy I am. I've been getting out each and every day, just going around different places. And to know that, like, there's outside life, Brad, is un- yeah. it's unreal. And it's, man, I'm like, like getting outside, and then I'm like, hey, dude, uh, Highway 3 and then Bay Area. Oh, there's the mall. Like, nah, well, dude, Liz, I got to get a new hat. Like, oh my god, man, I Oh my god. We went to yeah, we went to the mall today. Dude had to do it. Dude got me in a, a all black snapback LA, Los Angeles. Love it, dude. And then gotta go dude Houston gotta represent so I got a got a great snapback. So snapbacks and tattoos. <laughs> there you go. Living much. FlyRacing.com is the home of quality and innovation. The design team at Fly tirelessly rebuild and retool premium lines like the Evolution 2.0 and Light Hydrogen with features like zipper lock to prevent closure failures and EVO's BOA technology, which ensures the perfect fit. Complete your protective gear combo head-to-toe with Fly Racing F2 Carbon MIPS Retrospect and Fly's entry into the premium boot segment with their sector. All products and colorways are available at FlyRacing.com. Hey, this is Zach Cummins from Phoenix Racing Co. You're listening to the Big MX Radio Show. We're going to commercial. We'll be right back. 
Justified Cultures is the kind of apparel from the moment you put it on makes you feel like it was made just for you. Quality, comfortable apparel designed for and inspired by the live what you love lifestyle. Woven throughout the moto, desert, skate, and surf culture of Justified is the desire to celebrate human achievement, to inspire and create a modern lifestyle brand reflecting today's generation. Zach Commons, Matty Jesse, Phoenix Racing Co., Dominique Daffé, Cody Matichuk, and John Short are just a few athletes who don Justified Cultures clothing. Passion needed a clothing line to speak to the way that it lived each day. So, we created Justified Cultures. Navigate justifiedcultures.com to easily view over 40 individual styles to help you make a statement every time you step outside. As presenting sponsor to Big MX Radio, lock in promo code BIGMX17 when checking out at justifiedcultures.com to receive 30% off your Justified Cultures clothing. Express your lifestyle with Justified Cultures. Live what you love. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. It's racist, man. But more than five, what big Jeff likes is a fat bowl. Amigos and bran. Fat bowl. Amigos and bran. Oats for power. Brands for speed. Ooh, that tastes what a delicious treat for That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey, kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. Hey, this is Alex Ray. I don't know why you're listening to Brad's podcast, but I'll be back on soon. Hey, this is Zach Cummins. All you hosers, quit listening to Nickelback and jump on over to the Big MX Radio Show. Hey, guys, this is Kate Clayson, and not only do I blow Alex Ray's doors off on the track, but I do it at K1 Speed, too. Hey, everyone. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials quickly, then we'll be right back to the podcast. Thanks for listening. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now, and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website, you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, talon and kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico on the team. And I kid you not, they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to WBYAUSA.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. Hey, Big MX fans. Thanks for listening to this podcast and hope you're enjoying it. I want you guys to head on over to TractionMX.com. Traction MX is the place to get your seat covers for any bike that you have, whether it be a Husqvarna, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, KTM, you name it. These guys have a great seat cover for you. They're durable, they're flashy, they're eye-catching, and they're one of a kind. The reason why they're one of a kind is because you design your own. You pick the fabrics, you pick the ribs, you pick everything all the way down to the stitching uh, color that they use on the seat cover itself. Traction MX is your one-stop shop to set your bike apart from the herd 110%. These seat covers start at just $69.95 American, and uh, the average turnaround is a one to two weeks. One to two weeks from now, you could have a bike that's looking completely different than it does right now. So head on over to TractionMX.com, start shopping, start designing, and make something special like for you today. Going viral with Viral Brand. Viral Brand is setting its sights on being one of the leading brands in the extreme sports market. From supercross to snowcross and snowboarding, and everything in between. Viral Brand is working hard to not only bring you premium products, quality eyewear, and killer style, 
but award-winning support with every sport. Head on over to theviralbrand.com and get tinted lenses, clear lenses, 10-packet tear-offs, and goggle bag for only $59.99. Viral Brand products are available in the U.S., Canada, and Australia and used exclusively by the Barn Pros Racing MX Home Depot Yamaha team for the 2017 season. Go viral with the viral brand. Hey guys, Bill's Pipes is back, and that means to return a legendary performance. Two strokes, check. Four strokes, check. Since 1974, they've been tuning power at its finest for motocross racers, off-road rangers, you name it. For you two-stroke lovers, the MX2 Bill's Pipe exhaust system is flat out the right choice to make. Nickel, works, and the brand new cone look is the right system for the job. When it comes to four strokes, Bill's Pipes brings the RE13 to decimate the field anywhere, anytime. So if you want the same pipe used by Billy Leninovich, Sean Collier, Vicky Golden, and the entire Barn Pros Home Depot Yamaha team, head over to Bill'sPipes.com today and never settle. You're, uh, you're, you're G'd up from the feet up, my brother. And, uh, yeah, so, um, like, with your, ne- like, now being in a chair, and you have been for, uh, uh, over, over 10 years now, is there anything that's kind of replaced your interest in, in motocross? Like, or is, like, do you still follow the sport really closely? Or, uh, do you, do you fill your time with other things? Like, what, what, what's that look like for you? The sport of motocross is one of the most beautiful things that I've ever witnessed in my entire life. Would I ever take back anything that I've ever done in racing motorcycles and putting my leg across a YZ85 for the first time all the way up to the last time I got to swing my leg over? Oh, my God, that was the fastest, most controllable, smoothest riding YZF450, I would never regret a day of my life of ever doing any of the hardcore training, riding. I would never replace it with anything. Brian Deegan one time said, I think that he has learned more than he ever would by racing dirt bikes than going to college because of the, uh, man, all the one-on-one, the interaction with fans, the marketing, and I mean, it's, it's always, I love the sport of motocross, I follow it every, I mean, oh, okay, 2017 Supercross Championship was the best championship I think I've probably ever witnessed in my life. I mean, was it? Amen. Was, it's been great, yeah. I, it was great. Yeah, I, I, watching the race, I mean, I was just Wow, that was uh, that was absolutely amazing. I tip my hat. I totally tip my hat to um. Oh my gosh, what I think. Okay, Marvin ended up third in the championship. You got to roll out of what? Alright, no worries. And yeah, um, sorry, my my button Nate's about to bounce. So, anyways, we uh. All good. Um. We, uh, I just, yeah, 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 hit me, I, I will be, uh, I got my phone on, uh, you know, sir, hit me up, I don't know, you said, so, uh, I appreciate it, love you, we, uh, Marvin and Eli and then all the way up to Ryan, wow, I mean, okay, I think when you I think when we go back and you actually look at the way that Eli raced all the way through the championship, yes, he do, he blew it at you know, in New York. Oh well, that's the way that it goes. Because man, that's you know, like Ricky said, there's a lot of pressure when you ride with a red background. Um, there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. And yes, he blew it. But when I think, when I go back and watch, you know, the Las Vegas Supercross, 
And the way, man, the mentality that you have to have when you're, okay, he definitely could have just ran away with it. But he was like, okay, let me hold up a little bit and just start a crowd up front. I mean, what a way to be that smart. And, I mean, I, I, I couldn't even imagine being, like, being in that spot and, uh, and understanding. I mean, wow. That guy is, is so intelligent. But also, at the same time, you know, growing up, um, I, you know, I had a lot of opportunities to ride and train with, with Ryan, you know, with Dungey himself. So, man, when I, when, you know, when I go back and think about those times, it's like, and, and, oh, man. Dude, Ryan, I mean, wow. He, he worked so hard. And then finally, just to, to cap right. it off like that, I mean, I'm honestly, I'm just, you can tell I'm a little bit speechless. Like, you know, I think that those guys are some of the most. I, they're the, they are the most incredibly elite athletes, I believe, in in the world. And you know, I think any any rider in our sport, whether it be you know, whatever series you're racing, do you win a championship? That is just like a top of the line. And but yes, I take my hat off to to Ryan, to Eli, to Marvin, and everyone else that rode a race, not even made a ma- not even made a main event, but rode a race in a 2017 Supercross. My hat taken off, right? Full respect and salute. Like what a, what a series and what a way to cap it off. That was awesome. I love. Dude, I, I think man, I, man, this one or two races, but yep, it was uh, it was fun, good times. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. Absolutely, uh, even to see like um, like Ryan, Ryan Denji uh, and Eli Tomac, their their battle throughout the year and the drama that ensued with that, and it's come down to the last race where like instead of done like. Uh, Tomac, rather, uh, just going out and trying to do his best and control his own environment and, and, and kind of ho- sort of hope for the best um, with, with Ryan Denji. He controlled the situation by basically trying to create a, some, some more adverse conditions for, for Denji to get through, which is, like, I think that's doing a little bit more than just trying to go out and win the damn thing. And uh, he didn't end up getting the job done as far as winning the championship goes, but uh, anyone who watched this year will uh, will definitely know that these two fought down to the very last wire, and uh, yeah, we were all treated to some some top notch racing. Um, I agree. Uh, as far as uh, as far as the nationals are concerned, are, do you like stay glued to uh, to the television on Saturdays, or, or what's your uh, like, like what do you keep keep track of it during the summer as well? Man, come on, dude. I'm American, and I wrote, I wrote a professional. Absolutely, dude. What's wrong with you? Of course I do. I love our sport, man. Like I said, I respect it. And, yes, there's absolutely – dude, there's not a Saturday where we're not doing something, you know, or, or you know, uh, what? I think uh, over at, uh, you, know, you know, where I'm moving in with, uh, with the Fox family, we, you know, we did – uh, there was a, for St. Louis, we had a little get together and I was able to go over there and there was a bunch of people from the GoPro Nasty group. And, uh, yeah, if you get on Facebook and, uh, look up GoPro Nasty, uh, yeah, we had a good time. That's, that's our crowd. And, uh, yeah, man. So it's, um, there is not a Saturday where we are all banking on who's going to do what. And yeah, we absolutely, you know, myself and my crew, yeah, we have, there's not a Saturday where we are tuning in. And then, um, right now, I'm, I'm honestly just trying to figure out, okay, I mean, I know I'm going to have the back with and pump put back in. And then from there, you know, making sure that all these sores get healed up correctly. Don't be surprised if you see a hot, like a, Totally monster green wheelchair at the Monster Cup this year in Vegas with a guy named James Marsh. 
Okay. Something like my daddy in it, and just dude, uh, styling and profiling, dude. Well, and what was that from the from the heels up? Yeah, dude. Go on, yeah. Geed up from the feet up. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Geed up from the feet up. Get some, Brad. Yeah. So, yep. I, I'm looking forward to the, <laughs> yeah, the next event. I'll be able to make it too. So, um, yeah. So if so, yeah, I'm gonna make sure that me and my girlfriend fly out. And, Go to Vegas and uh, yeah, man, uh, set the world on fire. So I'm looking forward to it. And, yeah, I just gotta, I, I gotta go find a, a Texas Hold'em tournament that I can uh, get in on. I love doing that kind of stuff. I love to gamble, and uh, hopefully, Road to Recovery does a little something and be able to get in on that. And then, uh, of course, you know my my own foundation. I've been uh, unfortunately, you know, the James Marshall Project's kind of been on idle a little bit, um, you know, because after my injury, you know, I started that. Um, with a, quite a few people, thankfully, and, and high up, you know, higher end business uh, individuals. So we started that, but unfortunately, it's just kind of been on pause because of the injuries that I've been sustaining. But um, we're getting everything going again, and we're going to make this happen. So uh, everything's just slowly working in. I went as I was at the mall today. I made a few stops. Looked at a few different things as far as, uh, you know, electronics and, uh, I need to get a new, uh, new computer, get all that stuff going. Um, I talked to my old boss the other day and, uh, which he had a big nasty crash and he just, he blew himself out of the water. He does an older gentleman, but, um, yeah, all, yeah, I, I don't know exactly all the injuries that he sustained, but I mean, he was having trouble breathing and couldn't get out of bed. He had to start, you know, learning how to walk again and, but dude, I I don't know. This guy's this guy is a cat, man, and he's probably used about eight of his lives. But this nothing can stop this gentleman, Ace Bird. Nothing can stop. I don't know how he does it, man. And so yeah, that's that's my old boss, and that's the gentleman that after road recovery helped me and my injury and me raised you know a ton of funds, and they've done it for a lot of other people, thankfully. And then, uh, you know, like I said, I've been one of the blessed ones as well. Um, I was inspired to help other spinal cord injuries as well as traumatic brain injuries. For those of you that don't know, the traumatic brain injury side lies on a kid named Christian James Marshall. Um, I was at my house when I was 15 years old. Just got back from a driving test or, you know, whatever, just, you know, getting my permit so uh, my my stepmom calls my dad. He goes to the hospital. They don't come home that night. So I was like, "Wow, it's something serious." It's like I couldn't get a hold of him, so I just, you know I didn't didn't really worry about it. He went, "Well, I'll just take care of the house, clean up, take the trash out in the morning, go to school, lock everything up." Finally, I hear from him. Christian got shaken when he was five months old. So he sustained an injury called shaken baby syndrome. And what that is, you know, when you're a child, you know, the, the you know, babies, the other heads are super soft. And, you know, it takes a couple of years for their skulls to really develop and form and really protect the brain. And so guys like us, you know, older, you know, we're racing, we sustain the boom, you know, like, you know, concussion. Well, it leaves a little white spot on your brain, you know, do a CAT scan or something like that, you know, MRI, whatever. Well, if you look at Christian James Marshall's CAT scans, it looks like snowflakes everywhere. It looks like a little snowstorm. So it looks like he's the same, you know, 20,000 concussions compared to us. So, yeah, like, I wanted to help traumatic brain injuries because I was there the day that he got the phone, well, my father and I got a phone call that he had been shaken, and then I was there that morning that um, saw him take his last breath. So it was, uh, I love that kid. I'm inspired to have a child. I'm going to have a kid, and I'm going to have a boy, and I'm going to name him Christian James Marshall. He's going to be my pride and joy. And if he wants to race a dirt bike, Ah, uh, we're gonna get a van. We're gonna go racing. I guess I don't know. We'll see what happens. But I wouldn't be afraid to let my kids go racing. I'm not afraid of the sport. I understand what can happen in the sport. 
But I love it that much to understand that certain things happen for certain reasons. And that's life. God has a plan for everyone. And I cannot make that plan for myself. So um, he will uh, he will set things up for everything, for everybody. That's how I live. Larger than life. Feed up from the feed up. Well, there you go. Uh, if there's anyone who's uh, uh, inspired to uh, to donate, can they go to uh, to roadrecovery dot com and uh, and and place a donation to towards yourself, or, or how, how do they go go about helping you? You know, right now, yeah, I'm still working on. Honestly, I'm just making sure that I have the funding to pay for all of the medical expenses that are coming up with the back living pump. I'm not sure what that's going to end up costing coming out of pocket. That could be, oh man, that could be a that could be a decent little bill. Right now, I'm sitting on a few bills, and every time I go into the doctor, they're like, "Oh, that's you know, you're out of network. It might cost you this." I'm like, "Dude, bill me. I'll pay a dollar a month, whatever. What I what five dollars a month, whatever it is, bill me. I'm getting healthy." Like, it doesn't, does not matter. Like, bill me. It does not matter. Um, now, however, my right hip, I may have to have another operation after I get the back clipping pump to get it closed up. They can go to gofundme.com forward slash rebirth of JMP. So, R-E-B-I-R-T-H-O-F. JMP, the initials of James Marshall Project. Um, as well as, uh, as far as the road recovery site, I'm not sure if my donation page is still up. Like I said, you know, things have been a little upside down. I've been in and out of hospitals, rehabilitation centers, and, you know, we're on tip of these old ladies at nursing homes. Oh, man. It's been a year and a half. It's <laughs> been a year and a half, Brad. I mean, that's I know a lot of people probably don't know that, but that's the reason you haven't seen me. I mean, honestly, because a year and a half, I've just been struggling, you know, in and out of nursing homes. I I don't want to get into the whole family situation. I love my mother. I love my father, and I love my stepmom, and uh, they mean they mean the world to me. But you know, things have just been upside down with that situation. But uh, it is what it is, and like I said, God has a plan for everything. He'll figure it out. But this is where I've been, and now I'm moving in with Tim and Kathy Fox, and I'm stoked. So if you want to help James Marshall, and within my, you know, recovery process, you could definitely go to roadrecovery.com, check out, see if my page is still up. Like I said, I'm not 200% sure, so let me double-check on that. I would have to get with uh, Jimmy and Anita Buttons, but... You can definitely go to GoFundMe.com forward slash rebirth of JMP. So if anyone would like to donate and help me and my recovery, you can definitely go there. And that goes straight toward myself. Um, and then, uh, of course, I'll double check on the road to recovery stuff. And uh, I'll make sure that's still up too. So, But if anyone would like to help out, believe me. You have no idea where I've, I, well, I mean, if, if you were to see the photos, you might throw up uh, maybe like halfway through, like you're, you're like a quarter way through the photos, but it's been a long time, it's been a long recovery process, but here I am, I got myself into this predicament somehow, and I promised to everything that I would get out of it, and I'm, I see the exit sign, I'm at the end of my tunnel, I see light and getting out of this whole situation. But I want to thank everyone individually, and I, I, I mean, I can't go all with the names. I mean, ADI, Pods, ADI Rides, Colors Wheelchairs, Ernie, uh, Ernie Espinosa, everyone, oh my gosh, uh, uh, Brandon Edmondson. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, I'm naming names, and it's like I, I'm not going to get everyone out there. Ace Burt, uh, Cody Lips, uh, Todd Hargroder, man, um, my mom, my dad, 
my, 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 my stepmom, Kim, my little brother, Liam, uh, my little brother, Lake, uh, a.k.a. Billy. I love you kids. Lauren, my little sister, uh, my big sister, Christy. I love you guys. Um, Kim Fox, Kathy Fox, uh, Dash, JoJo. Um, my girlfriend, Jamie, I love you. Um, dude, the list goes on. Nate Dog, my caretaker. Um, oh, gosh. Uh, man, we're, I mean, I'm naming names right now, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to leave so many people out. And uh, uh, Bobby Reagan, the owner of Star Racing Yamaha. Uh, Joe and Coy Gibbs from Joe Gibbs Racing. Um, Thomas Victor and Fab. Uh, they all got together, got me my van. Um, uh, Isaac from uh, from the Summit Auto in uh, in Minnesota, where you know they actually delivered the van. All these people, uh, Bonehead Graphics. I mean, the 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 list is never going to end. Uh, and so, I mean, where do I where do I start? Where do I stop? I'm going to leave out names. And I'm going to feel horrible about it. But I want to thank each and every one of everybody. Anita Button, Jimmy Button, everyone from Rotary Recovery, um, everyone from the James Marshall Project that's helped out, everyone from, dude, Blake Wharton, uh, Larry Hughes, uh, Van Martin. Um, I mean, I'm, I, I'm still going to leave out names. And it's a bummer. Uh, all the other talk shows I've had the opportunity opportunity to be on. Um, Kyle Fulton, I love you, dude. Uh, and uh, April Patterson. Um, I'm, where do I where do I end, dude? You know, Marla, I love you. Yeah, the list goes on and on, man. There's like uh, I I know that you've got a ton of great supporters. I know you got a ton of people that uh, de- deserve thanks. And uh, yeah, we could we could go all night, man, because you've got a lot of uh, great uh, great friends within the sport, outside the sport, you name it. And uh, um, I went to the trouble of actually checking out the Road to Recovery page. Your page is still up, but there is not a donation um, a tag on there. So uh, uh, it's probably best if if someone does want to go. I make a donation towards you. They they go the uh, uh, the the GoFundMe route, and because uh, like under like your the the causes, your yours is listed as funded. So I guess like they've closed the like uh, fur- furthering that. But uh, yeah, man, uh, it's been a pleasure to have you on. It's just because like just to get your. Um, your your positivity and your outlook and uh just a little bit of um like the the seriously the vibe that you give off is is super infectious and i feel i i, I seriously hope that uh, that everyone listens to this and is inspired and wants to continue to uh to help you out man hey listen brad i really want to thank you big and X, for having me on tonight it was absolutely the pleasure was all mine I take it in. I want to thank each and every one of everyone for listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for all the great support. Um, my Canadian national fans, my friends, and my family from there, I want to thank each and every one of you. Danny Yagi, you're ugly, and I still love you for it. Oh, man, thank you for bringing me to Canada. Dave Gaylor, everyone from uh, Riverside Yamaha, and, man, Gosh, dude, I had so much fun in Canada. Brad, thank you a million for having me on tonight. And you know what? I do. I do hope that everyone that's listening to this right now, with my heart, my soul, my spirit, I hope that it pours the three Ds that I always give out. And those are discipline, dedication, and determination to reach whatever your goals are when you set short, mid, and long-term settings to get there, I hope that you make it through some of the inspiration and the brightness that's coming through my voice right now at this very moment. Wow. Well, I, I, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show and giving us some time, James. Uh, uh, I seriously, I can't thank you enough for coming on the show. It's been amazing to chat with you, and, uh, and I want to continue to develop this relationship that uh, uh, originally uh, we, we got in contact through uh, uh, Blake Wharton. Uh, like. 
basically him letting letting me know about your uh, your your situation a little bit, and, and uh, we we covered and, and promoted the uh, the ride day and, and the, the the clinic that he had uh, in support of, of yourself. And uh, yeah, man, it's uh, it, it's a pleasure to have had you on the show. Um, like. Uh, well, I, I, you're going to have to come on again sometime because uh, you're just too damn fun to talk to. You know what, dude? I think that uh, I think you and I should actually broadcast the show together because, honestly, ask yourself why not. Like, when you go to sleep tonight, you're going to be like, man, that, that was an amazing voice. And, dude, like, we dude, in the future, watch. Brad, you and I are going to do this. Big Max, here it comes. Absolutely. You you will be uh, a repeat offender on the Big MX Radio podcast show. Uh, I'd lo- love to have you on anytime, my friend. Um, you have yourself a great rest of uh, rest rest of your day. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Don't hang up just yet, but for podcast sake, we're going to cut it off right there. Hey, I really appreciate everyone uh, chit chatting. Thanks everyone for listening. And uh, man, if you want to learn me, uh, you know more more about myself and what I've been up to. Visit outlaw452.com, jamesmarshallproject.com. We'll be back up again later where you can learn more about myself and my mission statement. I appreciate everyone for, uh, for tuning in. Thank you, guys.